What's up, everybody? It's your man, Uncle Dub, with the Week 10 College Football Picks on the Sports Wagon Sprint episode. Uh, before we get to the picks, uh, we got a game from last night that I did call. We'll talk about that in a second. I uh, wanted to say congratulations to the Texas Rangers. They win the World Series in five games, so I called it in six, but the Rangers won. We'll kind of unpack all the stuff next week, but uh, a series that had a lot of hitting, um, pretty good pitching, a lot of hitting, and and, and kind of as I thought, you know, would it be uh, enough for Arizona to kind of have what it takes to kind of keep the hitting to a minimum? And, you know, and Arizona hit the ball pretty good, too. But again, in the, the day, you know, the homer ball uh, kind of uh, reigned supreme in the series and the Texas Rangers win their first World Series title. The other sort of, I guess, sort of big news is the NBA. Uh, James Harden gets traded to the Clippers, which I missed it initially. And then I, you know, wake up one morning, a couple mornings ago, I wake up and I'm seeing all the, you know, he arrives in Los Angeles and he gets, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook and everybody gives him, you know, you know, all the accolades and shakes his hand, you know, hugs and hugs, hugs all around, basically. And I'm going, what just happened? So kind of to what I talked about last show, I said, you know, at this point, you know, the Sixers just need to relent and let the man go. I mean, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to be a team player in this regard. Now, you know, you can take what I just said and run with it and be a joke. Is he really a team player? I, make your own jokes. I'm not I'm not here to kind of piggyback on that or kind of make any more statements, but we'll kind of unpack it all um, uh, next week. I think he at that time he wasn't cleared to play. I think the, the trade was not um, official at that point. So we'll. Um, Kind of get to all that um, a little bit later. Um, before we get into college football, I want to also remind you Wednesday conversation came out a couple days ago. So go back in episodes. It's episode 240. Had a great conversation with uh, Black Viking Brewing's Sean Taylor. Um, you, you're going to want to check this one out. So he had, you know, he has a basketball background and kind of how basketball kind of pushed. What was the uh, essentially the moment or the impetus for the founding of this brewery? And then, of course, he talks about a lot about his basketball career. And we talked about some NBA. So definitely check that out. Um, hope you enjoy that episode. And we're definitely uh, getting a lot of guests on and uh, want to work to get some more guests on really soon. All right. Uh, before we get into the picks last night. So the game I picked Duke over Wake 24-21. So I'm one to know to start the week. So that's good. Got a Thursday night game under my belt. Um, Duke trail most of this game. So I missed most of the game. I got home and from work and I looked at the score and I'm going, you got to be kidding me. Like Wake was giving them the business. Um, another game last night, I'll briefly mention in a second. So Duke wins this game on a walk-off field goal. Grayson Loftus, the third string quarterback. So this is what's happening with Duke. Duke is really, you know, since Riley Leonard's gone down, they've gone through quarterbacks. Grayson Loftus goes seven for 19, 86 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Wake Forest is in the same situation. Mitch Griffiths, who I think is starting his, I think started his third or fourth consecutive game, was the third stringer. He goes 16 for 19, 241 yards and interception, but he had 19 carries, 55 yards, and two touchdowns in that game. Duke is now six and three, and I believe they are three and two in the ACC. So Duke is now bowl eligible, and they end the two-game losing streak. So Duke is bowl season ready so now the question is you know with three about three games remaining how does this play out so they go nine and three and ain't no telling when they're going to end up in the acc i mean the way things are going they're probably not going to finish in the top two i mean unless like i said unless this thing goes completely sideways 
But I think Duke has another great season. Again, that kind of, you know, pushes Duke towards, you know, bringing in more guys, you know, transfer portal through regular recruiting. So Duke is really get back in the conversation. Mike Elko, again, done fantastic work. I mean, you know, I've kind of been the hype man for Mike Elko as repeat coach of the year. It probably won't happen. But here's a guy that has shown, you know, through what he's presented in Duke in two seasons that Duke can really be a force in the conference. They just got to make that next leap, which with the way things are going, you know, they bring in another dynamic quarterback. They, you know, they, you know, that defense, um, you know, improving that defense. I mean, the defense has been good, but I think the defense can be better. And of course, making the offense more dynamic, they can really be in the conversation. So they're in the conversation. I mean, lost a couple games um, that they probably shouldn't have lost. But for the most part, you know, Duke is on that good track. So uh, shout out to Duke and Coach Mike Elko and all that good stuff. All right. So I got 17 total games. That's counting the game last night. So we're going to get into our 16 game slate for Saturday. We start noon on Fox from Austin. Number seven, Texas at three and a half point favorites. They welcome in number 23, Kansas State. I'm going to take Texas close now. I look at this game a couple times and I'm thinking, you know, K-State, they're surprising. And I really want to pick them. And maybe I'll regret this pick. So let's let's put a pin in this this pick as probably the one I might regret. I'm going with Texas. And you know my if you listen to the show enough, you know my history with Texas picks. I'm going to hope they win this one and we'll see how it goes. We'll talk about it on Monday. Noon on ESPN from Oxford, number 10, Ole Miss. Three-point favorites welcome in the Aggies of Texas A&M. I'll take Ole Miss over A&M. 2.30, CBS Sports Network, the second in the third series, third of the series for the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. Army visits number 25, Air Force. Air Force are 18-point favorites. This is a really down season for Army. I mean, I think it's fair to say Air Force is going to win this one probably – 18, I think maybe 18. It might be a little more than 18, but we'll take Air Force to win and Air Force to retain the Commander's Chiefs trophy. So the only game that's left is Army-Navy, which really be will be for who gets to sing second because neither one of those teams is going to win the Commander's Chiefs trophy this year. Moving on to 3.30. On CBS, number 12 Missouri heads to Sanford Stadium between the hedges to take on top-ranked Georgia. Georgia are 15.5-point favorites. Missouri might make this interesting. 15 and a half. It might be a little less than that. Let's say 10 points. I think Georgia wins this by 10, but we'll go with the Bulldogs over Missouri. 330 ESPN Plus from SB Ballard Stadium in Norfolk, Coastal Carolina. One point favorites visit the Monarchs of Old Dominion. I'll take ODU close over Coastal. Um, I think Grayson McCall's still there. And, you know, he's a really good quarterback. Not quite the same Coastal team that they've been, but I think ODU... I think they've got a little bit in the tank to hang with Coastal. Because if I recall correctly, they went to, uh, where are they in? Conway. They went to Conway last year and hung with them. I mean, ODU was on the brink of a big upset last year. But um, some things happened at the end of the game. Coastal took control and won that game. So I think ODU at home gets the return and tech knocks off Coastal. 3.30 ABC, the last of the Bedlam matchups, 118th and final meeting for a while between Oklahoma, number ninth ranked and six point favorites, heading to Stillwater to take on their arch rival, number 22, Oklahoma State. So they play for the Bedlam Bell. So remember with conference realignment, Oklahoma uh, heading to what? Heading to SEC, Oklahoma State staying in the Big 12. 
Um, and there was the talk last season, you know, Mike Gundy kind of had his moment where he's going, well, I don't know what they're doing, but this game needs to happen. So, and of course the Oklahoma folks are going, well, you know, we'll see, but you know, we got to consider the fact we're joining a new conference and this, that, and the third. So they've got to, you know, respect the matchups that they have to have in the SEC. So Bedlam is going to be all for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma state over Oklahoma. So it'd be plus six Oklahoma state. I'll take Oklahoma state over Oklahoma. 330 on Fox from College Park, Maryland. Welcomes in number 11, Penn State. Penn State are eight-point favorites. Maryland. Maryland, as I said, keep losing games they shouldn't shouldn't lose. And I don't think they're going to win the game they shouldn't win. I like Penn State over Maryland. I think it would be about eight points. I mean, Maryland is not terrible. But again, this is a Maryland team that probably should be Ranked a little bit higher. They should be ranked. They should be ranked a little bit higher. And they should be kind of in the conversation in the Big Ten. Uh, I like Penn State over Maryland. 6 p.m. on NFL Network. Note that. Marshall visits App State. App State are three and a half point favorites. I will take Marshall over App State. The 7 o'clock slate. We start in Ames, Iowa. Iowa State at two and a half point favorites. Welcome in number 21, Kansas. I'll take Kansas over Iowa State at plus two and a half. 7 p.m. Fox from Mountaineer Field in uh, West Virginia. Uh, number 13, uh, West Virginia, rather, are 13-point favorites. Dead welcome in BYU. This is kind of a tough one. I'll take West Virginia. I'll take them close over Brigham Young. Um, the primetime game on ABC. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. From the Pac-12, number 20 USC welcomes in number 5 Washington. Washington are three-point favorites. I'll take Washington more than three points over USC. SEC Network, 730. Kentucky at four and a half point favorites. Go to Stark Vegas to take on the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. I'll take Kentucky over Mississippi State. 745 as an odd starting time on CBS. Number 14 LSU heads to Tuscaloosa to take on eighth ranked Alabama, who are three point favorites. Yeah, I got LSU circled. I'm just going to go and. Stay 10 toes down with it. I'll take LSU over Alabama. Um, It'll be close. Maybe field goal or less. 8 p.m. ACC Network. NC State welcomes in Miami. Miami are six-point favorites. I'll take Miami over NC State. Pac-12 after dark. ESPN, 10 p.m. from Boulder. Colorado welcomes in 16th-ranked Oregon State, who are 13-point favorites. I'll take Oregon State close. So here's the thing. There's the big line, and most people will think that because we've kind of seen Colorado exposed from a defensive standpoint, and many people think that this will probably be a blowout game. I don't think it will be. 13 points is not necessarily a blowout. That's what, two touchdowns, a little more, about two touchdowns. But I think it's going to be a back and forth battle. I think there's going to be a moment in this game where something happens to shift the tide, and then one team takes control, in this case, Oregon State, to kind of uh, ride this thing out and win the game. So I'll take Oregon State over Colorado. Um, also, Pac-12 about the dark. 10:30, Fox Sports one, number 19 UCLA, two and a half point favorites. Head to Tucson to take on Arizona. I'm gonna take Arizona. Um, Arizona has been surprisingly good, and UCLA has been surprisingly well. I won't say surprising. They've been a little inconsistent. They've been very inconsistent. So. I think Arizona is kind of on the upswing. UCLA is kind of somewhere in the middle. Um, Then the question, as I've said before, you know, what happens, you know, at the end of the season, you know, there's going to I'm sure there's going to be some talk. And and I haven't had the time to look this up. 
But I've been wondering what the Los Angeles media, the sports media has been saying about UCLA football. Um, Usually the L.A. Times is really good for kind of giving some perspective on this because, you know, being close to, you know, the goings on in Westwood, I'm interested to see what is coming out as far as, you know, is Chip Kelly on the hot seat? I mean, I don't know that for sure, you know, considering that, you know, the, the, the program's kind of been, you know, in the conversation and out of the conversation. They've been up and down through seasons. Um, again, another team that loses games they shouldn't lose. Um, I'm interested to see what Martin Jarman's thinking. Has he tipped his hand or has he already made a bold statement? Oh, he's our guy. We're sticking by him. I, I don't know. But I'd be interested to know. So we'll kind of regroup and talk about that next week on the program. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen, a quick overview of all the college football picks for the week, uh, for the weekend, rather. So next week, you know, we'll get back. We'll do our usual recap of the AP top 25 or top 10 and go through the movers and shakers, give your NFL winners. We'll kind of unpack some of the stuff we talked about, World Series, uh, the Harden trade, NBA and anything else that comes up. I appreciate you listening and have a great weekend. Enjoy the football and we'll see you next week. We've got what episode 241. So we are now on countdown mode to 250. So that means what we're halfway to 500 and we're 50 away from 300. So I got to start thinking about who's going to be the guest on the 300th episode, which will happen next season as we start will be season five. I've been around for five seasons. I don't think I would have you know, imagine, you know, being around this long or kind of staying with this, but I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the support and uh, have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.